best way to get you going. Go, go, go. This, this, this is POC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabira Sheikh Yassar, only on the Voice of the Cape. It's gone 15 after 7. For the next couple of minutes, we want to be speaking to Lee Vandenberg, who is the city's manager for transport regulations. As the city says, there will be a moratorium on new applications for metered taxi operating licenses until the 31st of December 2023. The city says it's seen thousands of operators or drivers joining e-hailing platforms. However, it's become evident over the past 18 months, according to the city, that an oversupply of metered taxis uh, is threatening the sustainability of the industry in Cape Town. So to tell us a little bit more about this, Lee Vandenberg, good morning and thank you so much for your time on Breakfast 91.3 FM. Just uh, to give us a little bit more details to kickstart the discussion in terms of the reasons um, you know, behind the moratorium that is now being placed. Hi, good morning. Thank you. Um, yeah, it is, uh, as I have said before, it, it was not an easy decision, obviously, for the city's planning authority to make. But uh, currently we have got quite a few um, pieces of legislation that is busy working its way through through the system, some uh, coming in about six years or so. And uh, in the absence of that, first and foremost, I mean, we just felt that listen, there's not a, a proper uh, framework to work within. Let us uh, call it a day because we continue to regulate or support or plan within a vacuum. Um, and then secondly, um, also the industry is quite uh, fragmented at this point in time. Um, with, uh, we've got base operators, we've got rank operators, and we've got the e-hailing operators. And um, in the years since 2014, when e-hailing sort of landed on the shores of Cape Town, um, um, the groupings uh, morphed into into one. It was e-hailing very specific. You collect money via the app and you hail via the app. They, in the end, went to go and collect monies uh, in, in the vehicle. And same with the traditional meter taxi guys, the ranks on the boat. They went from sitting at the place waiting for a car or driving around or being hailed from, from the uh, base to uh, and collecting the fees and also to going on to apps. So there's uh, been a morphing in. So it's basically to us at this point in time, one industry. And we need to take stock of that industry and see where that industry is at the moment. And then when we take stock, obviously in consultation with all the big role players in uh, uh, in the system, we will then develop what we refer to as a, a demand method. So we will then develop a method in terms of how long a person should wait to uh, how long people should work, because some of these operators, uh, the drivers particularly, sit in the car for quite considerable mm. time, so more than eight hours, sometimes 14, 15 hours a day, waiting for a call. So we want to work all that thing into a model, get to a specific number that will work for the city of Cape Town, and from there onwards we will then uh, support, uh, if there is a need for any more licenses, then support any more Mm, morning, Lee. Just in terms of what you've alluded to a little earlier on, that there are various pieces of legislation that are trying to work their way into forming regulation around um, metered taxi, e-hailing services, etc. We know towards the end of last year there was also on a national level the Taxi Lihotla um, that also made reference to you know e-hailing services, your metered taxis, etc. Do you not think the moratorium is perhaps a bit premature in terms of we don't know what's going to be happening on a national level? Um, so in order to put this in to effect now, why now? Um, actually, good that you that you you you, you mentioned the Lakotla because at both the um, uh, provincial Lakotla uh, and the national Lakotla, um, the provincial ones preceded the, the national ones. 
there was a desperate call from the operators for government to impose uh, a moratorium because even you must understand the operators feel the pinch the most. Um, the e-hailing companies don't. I always use the analogy: a cake can take you can cut ten slices out of out of a cake. So, but on the top, the e-hailing companies take one fee, and after that one fee has been been taken off, the poor operators at the bottom they sit and they must divide whatever is left over. So um, if they are, you know, work for 10 people, then 10 people will live comfortably and well, and they can pay their vehicles, their insurance, and their petrol, and everything that goes with it. But if you cut that cake into 20, you start cutting the profit and the earnings of the ones that is below the top of, of the commission being taken off already in literally in half. And then it becomes problematic. And uh, for them, because they can't pay the vehicles, they can't pay petrol, mm. or fuel, or whatever the case may be. So we just thought, let us park it all there, let us take stock and to see what's in the system. Let's develop a proper scientific uh, uh, method. We do that with a minimum taxes. For, for, you know, we've got a very scientific and very sophisticated model to determine the demand for, for minimum taxi operators, but we don't have the same for the uh, meter taxi industry. And the meter taxi industry, I mean, when we started off with in the hailing space, as I said, um, a couple of years ago, 2014, when e-hailing when landed on our shores, I mean, there were very little, low numbers quoted to us saying that these are the numbers we need. They've now exponentially grown. And we've got an ask, if I must say, we've got an ask for about 16,500 licenses. Now, logic tells you that is not a sustainable number. Um, we've got 15,000 minibus taxis in the system, and they carry the bulk of the people in, in, in Cape Town. They've even surpassed uh, rail now in terms of uh, passenger carrying, and um, so that tells you that the e-hailing the industry is, the ask is a bit too much, and we need to tell people, listen, don't waste your time to come and uh, apply for a license. Uh, you are not going to get a license at this point in time, or you will not get support from the city for, for an operating license. Now, Lina, talk, we, uh, sure. just, just talk to us also about those, you know, whose application, for example, is in processes as, as at this point in time, and those those with existing licenses, how how will it affect them? Look, existing licenses, um, they will still be able to go through the system. So when uh, you need to replace your vehicle, when uh, you want to replace your vehicle, if you want to renew your operating licenses, so your normal transactions for those that's in the system that's got an operating license at the moment, that will continue. There will be no... Uh, stopping of any of those type of transactions. It's only new entrants that come into the market, so there will not be a new person coming in. To our knowledge, there's only a few um, people that are still in the system that is busy going through the process of acquiring uh, acquiring the license. You know, It's unfortunately a very long process, which mm. people also don't understand. I mean, from... Lee, perhaps, perhaps expounding on that process, because a lot of meter taxi drivers are saying they are being turned away. I mean, how do you gauge and, and put out, you know, who gets a license and who doesn't? We, we strictly worked on a, a first-come, first-served basis uh, right in the beginning. We also they agreed with uh, the different um, e-hailing platform companies. And just for as a matter of interest, we've got 14 in the city of Cape Town. They are not just one or two or three, as, as a lot of people have thought. Um, we've agreed with specific, specific numbers for each one of them. They've now all basically filled that number. So, um, and that has given us close to 3,000 operating licenses that is in the system at the moment. So the idea is now that if, and, and already, 
the ones that are in the system, they are interchangeably using the different platforms to make sure that they make ends meet in the end. So they're not mm-hmm. exclusively company A, company B, company C, or platform D. They are interchangeably using. So whoever beep comes up first, they will take that call and they will go and they will go to a, a, a passenger. What we've also seen in the industry now, like, uh, a, uh, is that uh, the the driver in particular builds a relationship with specific clients. So, and if you no, 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 don't just do the app anymore, here's my cell phone number. Just phone me, phone me directly. Because the uh, the commission that they pay to the um, platforms is significant. I mean, it's nearly a quarter of, of, of their earnings for, for the day. And it's a significant number. So if they can work through a system where they don't have to pay that commission to the alien companies. That is now what they are doing in, uh, in in the areas to build a relationship with the, the passenger that they are trading them on a regular basis. And they say, no, no, I'll do it for you for right. uh, less price or the same price, and I don't pay commission. Mm. Lee, also, just before we wrap up, how many permits were issued? Um, at this point in time, I must say it's just under 3,000. We haven't got the number yet. We've, we've asked the, the provincial regulator to, to provide us with, with the latest number. But you must also understand that we are they are in one category. Although there are three different subcategories, bank based and e-hailing, they all fall into the meter taxi uh, category. And that will also then include meter taxi licenses that's been there in the system since day one. If I now say day zero, uh, so when we started with um, the e-hailing process and we opened up the market uh, in 2014 again for people to apply, um, there was a specific number in, in the system. So all inclusive, there's about 3,000 at this point in time. Mm. And also, Lee, in terms of the application process, you know, um, where did you say where do they go to apply, or is it also just online? Um, the uh, application will have to happen at the uh, provincial regulatory entity. They are the the, the guys, uh, ladies and gents, that take in the, the applications. So you must also understand, and I must make it very really clear, the moratorium will not stop anybody to go and apply for an operating license. Just the, the fact that the city has said, listen, it's a city only. It doesn't apply to surrounding surrounding municipalities. The city mm-hmm. only a city uh, moratorium. Yes, they said that there is an oversaturation, in our opinion. We want to have a first development, of, um, development uh, develop a demand method. And then once we've got the demand method, if there's a need for any more licenses, we will then open up the market again. Great. So for those that want to enter even now as a new e-hailing uh, platform, are more than willing and more than free to uh, contact Leaf and Bar, who has got an operating license already, and getting onto onto this platform because, as I mentioned before, they are using the platforms in the change. Right. Let's leave it at that. Uh, Lee Vandenberg, Cities Manager for Transport Regulations, speaking to us on the moratorium on new operating licenses to ensure sustainability mm-hmm. of a metered taxi industry in uh, the Cape. Thank you very much for for your time.